Simplified Chaos, Episode 20. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, lovely people. Welcome back or welcome if you're joining us for the first time. I am one of your hosts, Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and my husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We're pumped to be here. Yes, we're always pumped to be here. True talk. Yes. What are we diving into today, Jilly? Today's topic is all about date night. I love date night. Uh, We're going to jump into a lot of questions about like why we do date nights, how, when, where, and how the simple action of just going on a date can bring more joy to your life date and your relationship. Shit. I love date nights. They are. Yes. But before we dive into today's topic, we are going to do some gratitude. Absolutely, because we are grateful for many, many things. Yes. So what are you grateful for, Nick? Today, I am grateful for finding good homes for things we have no more use for. And I don't. I guess no more use for is a bad way of saying it, but things that we no longer use. Okay. Yes. So today we had a yard sale. It wasn't as great as I thought it would be. I don't know if it was because of the weather last night or if it's Mother's Day weekend. I did all the same advertising avenues as I've done in the past. Um, But, you know, we had some folks come out today. And one person in particular, she saw one of the wreaths that we had. It had the shells all over it. The seashell wreath, yes. Yeah, yeah. So she really wanted the wreath. And she's like, you know, how much? And I was like, you know, five bucks. I thought that was a reasonable price for it. It's a nice yeah. read. Mm-hmm. And she just had her eye on it and, and just didn't want to pay five bucks for it. <laughs> She's a and I was like, three. And she goes, can you do it for two? She's like, I promise I will cherish it. <laughs> she knew just She's what like, to say. She did. And, she, and you know, she, her and her husband had been, they, they talked to us for a little bit. They've been married for 65 years. Mm. He used to be a milk and bread delivery person in our area back in the 40s. I mean, this was just a really cool story and and talking to them. But the fact that she said that this was going to have a good home, that she was going to cherish it. I was like, yeah, $2. I'd give it to you for free, but you know, how about two bucks? And it was just really nice. And and, you know, that's, that's the thing I'm grateful for. You know, there's a lot of things that we have in our house that, you know, we've been able to, to find good homes for. And we still have a few more things that will be going on Facebook marketplace, but it was just really nice to to know that things are going to a good home. And we've talked about it in past episodes, particularly with the Hummels when we were talking about decluttering. Oh, yeah. That we knew that that was going to a good home. So, yes, that's what I'm grateful for today. But you know what's funny is that you didn't think the arts are went you didn't think it went well because we're comparing it to past yard sales. Yeah. But if we don't compare it, the yard sale was a success yeah. because we made 40 bucks in four hours, which is like $10 an hour. So... If you don't compare it, right. we had a great day. Well, and we've gotten rid of so much stuff, too, that the th- items that we do have are maybe not even yard-sellable anymore. You I know, think it's kind of like yard-sellable. Well, it is. People but, buy the craziest yeah. thing. <laughs> craziest stuff. Yeah. No, some things sold today that I didn't think would sell, but that's good. But enough about me. What about you, Jilly? What are you grateful for? Today, I'm grateful for things going wrong. What went wrong, Jill? <laughs> Uh, So we're in the process of getting Lucille, our 11-month-old, a passport, and we got her passport photo, and we went to the post office to get her passport paperwork in and realized that um, they weren't accepting passport paperwork there for some reason. So we're like, all right, 
on just to, today. On to the next pass. On to the next post office. We get there and it's just closed, like maybe minutes before we get there. So then we go to another post office and we get there and the person who processes the passport paperwork has literally just left the building. And I would say my husband was uh, a little overheated, a little frustrated. And I get it. We had been to three places, but the last place we ended up was literally a five minute walk to my favorite coffee shop and bakery. So it was like a win for me because I got to have a delicious latte with you and we got a delicious croissant, which was like the sweetest ending to a lot of things going wrong. And we're going to get it figured out, but it did make it better. Like, (laughs) like the ideal scenario would have been driving down to Annapolis, getting the passport and then going and get the latte and the croissant. But we settled for the latte and croissant. Yeah. And it was delicious. Lucille was all smiles in there, and everybody who came in got a nice smile from her. So it yeah. made it it made it for a nice real a nice afternoon. We recovered from the hell that is the U.S. Post Office. Oh goodness! But um, yeah, I feel like <laughs> you can make a situation bad quickly depending on how you you take it and yeah. how you make it. And yeah. you know, we had three wrongs, and it made it right at the end because I got a delicious latte with you and. Lucille was there and we're a little family having a mid coffee date. And it was spontaneous because we weren't planning on having a coffee date today. We were planning on getting her passport paperwork figured out, but you know what? It's going to get done. I'm going to take a half day from work. You're going to work from home. We're going to get to the post office this week. We're going to find a solution, but I think it's all perspective and it's all how you make it. And exactly. I think we ended our our situation pretty well. Real quick. I'm going to bring this back full circle. Uh Today's yard sale paid for those lattes. Today. You're right. Look at that. Yeah. High five. Yeah, we, we'll do a high five. I hope you all heard that. You can see it. But I hope you heard it. <laughs> Anyways, let's dive into today's topic, which is date night. We've been talking about doing this one for a while. Our past episodes have been an hour. We're going to consolidate this to 30 minutes. And we'll what see, if we don't we'll cover can come into a next episode or we may go over a little 30 minutes. But anyways, this is an important topic. I'm okay if we go. It's very important to us and near and dear. So date nights. Why do we do date nights? Do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to ask Jill. Why Uh, do we do date nights, Jill? uh, So why? Well, I like to think of date nights as relationship practice and you play the way you practice. So if you think about the why you date, um, it's. If you go back to when we first started dating or why you date in general, you date because you want to get to know somebody. You want to get to know them because you want to see if they're a match. They're a match. And you're looking, most people are looking for long-term commitments. Some people may not be, but you think about it, you want to get to know them. And that determines whether or not you want to be boyfriend or girlfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend and boyfriend or what have you. But then once you decide you want to be in a committed relationship with that person, For some reason, we just suddenly stopped dating them like we used to. It's very true. And if you think about it, this thinking makes no sense at all because all living things like us, like humans, are constantly growing and changing and evolving, which means the person that we date right now today is not going to be the same person we date next week. Because you're you're changing every single day. The person I dated... There's a lot of time that we're spending apart. mm -hmm. We have very different days. We grow differently Mm -hmm. and we need to make sure that we are on the same page. Yeah. So for me, that's why it's important that I date you weekly and we'll talk about, you know, why we do it weekly. But 
I want to consistently connect and learn about my husband, which is you, Mm -hmm. and the person you are presently, because you are not the same person you were when I met you. No, no, we're, I think we're both totally different people. And I think it all goes back to when we talk about the seasons of life, we're in a season of life together, but we're also very much in our own seasons of life outside of, you know, what we're, when we are together. So, absolutely. so it's nice that we're able to come together and talk about it. And we talk about everything during date nights and there's no filter. Like the people around us probably hear things that they probably shouldn't hear, but I don't give a shit. You know, it's, we're, we're talking about what's important to us. And what's been really nice, particularly since we've started doing this podcast, I think we our conversation has gone to another level. Whereas, you know, when we're talking about topics and, and, and ideas and, and talking about parenting, we really get into some great conversation. And I think it's opened our eyes to a lot of different things, For our sure. environment around us, mm-hmm. the world we live in, and really just kind of getting deep into, you know, we won't get in deep into it, what we discuss because a lot of it is like political, personal beliefs, um, social beliefs that yeah, parenting has just like opened a yeah. new world to us. And we look at, but so is this podcast. It has opened our minds completely. Just being a parent. I feel like being a parent makes you more open-minded and open to a lot of conversational topics that were not on the table before, but yeah, <laughs> besides the food at date night, besides the food. But you know, that saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, I think that absolutely applies to is dating and your relationship. <laughs> is that true? What's true. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. Oh, 40-year-old version. Come on. Oh, Man. I never get... Yes. The movies you see over and over are not the movies that I grew up Touché. seeing. Mine were Mel Brooks films. Yours are like... Well, I love Mel Brooks films, Top too. Gun and some shit. I don't know. Yeah, you didn't know Goose died. It, stop it! Goose. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. If um, you haven't seen that movie, it came out in 86, so I just spoiled it for you. Anyways, you but, were saying... No, but... um, So that's the why. Like... I need to know the person you are. I'm I'm committed to you and I want to know who you are today presently and how I can contribute to you and how I can teach you about where I am today as well and then how I can support you and your growth and how, you know, how can you support me and my growth and exactly. I think it's important that you have to connect, like you have to practice it. And right. if you don't, like, you know, we're not going to perform as well as we could be. And I'd like to go back on something you've always said in previous episodes and and kind of alluded to today. I mean, we always, when we're together, we're dating. Like, we act like we're dating. We don't act like we're married. We act like we're courting each other. And and, that's hard work. It is hard work. It doesn't, like... Because we we can take a lot of things for granted. We we know a lot about each other already, but there's there's always more. And I think it's possible to be comfortable with your partner, but still act like you're dating. I know it can get easy to just, you know, like... Yes, you've seen a lot of things since childbirth. Like I get, com- I may get too comfortable going to the bathroom in front of you if you're in the yeah, bathroom. But it is what it is. You know, I still make it a point to like compliment you when you look hot or handsome. Same with you, baby. And I want to keep. New hat. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I keep that conversation going. That we are constantly dating, no matter how comfortable I am, mm-hmm. no matter no matter what's going on, and how many years we've been together. Because I think that's important that we. You know, we keep that, I don't know, that fire alive with us. Yeah. But Can I add one more to the why? Sure. We go out to date night because we really love food and cocktails and we like going to places that have food and cocktails. That's kind of the underlying benefit. That's true. Yeah. We, we do enjoy good food and we do enjoy cocktails. Yes. And the fact that we both enjoy it together makes yes. it that much sweeter. Well, and, and 
we've all we're very adventurous when it comes to food. We're willing to try different things, which allows us to go outside the norm and, and maybe go to places that other people might not go. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're not. And we like to have I'm fun. Not, That's I'm a not why. Shaming this, but we don't go to like the Applebee's or TGI Fridays. You know, we try to find like the the places that there's only one of them that's not a chain restaurant. Then we want to support those restaurants where it's truly you know a, an ownership of, mm-hmm. of one person. Not that those chains aren't you know because there's a lot of yeah yeah. Um, it's just not our franchise and stuff. It's thing. not our thing. But yeah, I mean that's just you know our date nights are special because we get to talk, but also we. We have really good food and drink. So, I mean, it just kind of makes every one of those nights just a, you know, a night to remember. And we've had a lot of date nights to remember. So, and I think date nights are like our playtime. Like as kids, we love playing. And not that I don't like playing with Lucille and like playing at recess when I'm with my kids. We have to have adult play. Yeah. Adult play to me is like, it's necessary. Like we have to, we just have to have fun and let loose. And Mm -hmm. we totally do that on date nights, which I think is so needed because there's a lot of chaos in the world and it can get mundane with your work week. And it's just important that you have that time to just have fun with your partner and just be kids, quote unquote. Right. And Jill and I, we do date nights weekly. Well, that's what I was going into. So yeah, the the win. So we, we do it weekly. And I know a lot of you are probably like, well, how the hell do you guys manage to do a date night weekly? You have a kid, you guys work. You know, that goes into the how exactly. So the how transition to how, Jill. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you make a commitment to date nights weekly, you make it a priority, like anything, like you making a dentist appointment, like you set it in the books and that's when your appointment is. It's almost like making an appointment with your partner. Right. So because we make it a priority, we schedule it every week. Sometimes it may be on a Friday. Sometimes it may be on a Saturday. Sometimes it may be on a Sunday. Like it may be a morning date. It may be even in the middle of the week, depending on what our weekends look like, mm-hmm. but we make sure to communicate ahead of time to figure out like, this is when our date night's going to be. And then I have to talk to our babysitters, which is usually my mom or my sister. And we have to make sure that they can accommodate us right. if necessary. Now, Shout out to Google Calendar for keeping our, <laughs> our schedule straight for this. And as far as the wins, you know, most of the time our date nights are at night, but sometimes we do the occasional breakfast dates, yes. which kind of switch it up a little bit and it saves us a little bit of money because we did one last weekend at Woodbury yeah. Kitchen. So it's kind of fun to do, I, I guess at a different time, like you could do, I mean, lunch dates if you really wanted to, but I don't think we normally do lunch dates. We've done. That's in the friend zone. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> like when Harry met Sally, we're just going to stay there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I know if whatever's in your life that you want to make a commitment to in practice to make sure it's as good as it's going to be, I feel like you have to schedule it and plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Like no excuses, just like a workout. Or if you want to eat healthy, you have to go shopping and plan ahead of time what you want to have. I think it's just the same way. Right. So question, let's say we can't get a sitter. Let's say our weekend's booked or our week's booked. Okay. What do we do, Jill? We have date nights at home. How do we do date nights at home? (laughs) How can we have a date night at home with a baby? It's crazy, right? So with this season of life, Lucille is going to bed around nine o'clock. So our date nights usually begin when Lucille goes to sleep. And I know that will change. But for right now, it works. We wait till she goes to sleep. We have a couple cocktails. We might just talk. We might eat. We might might watch something on Netflix. But we make time with each other if... We can't go out. And that's part of the reason why I started doing the craft cocktails. Not because I like creating. I mean, that's part of it. But it 
it actually spices up date night a little bit more. Like we're, we can make it seem like we're at a restaurant, you know, we can cook or even do takeout, you know, for us, date nights doesn't mean always ordering out or or buying something. We can have a date night where we have chicken nuggets and, and tater tots. And I, I think sometimes with cocktails, <laughs> some like last night. Um, sometimes we do date nights at home because of our budget too. Like correct, we may have resources available to help to, to someone for Lucille to uh, or someone to watch Lucille. But according to our budget, if you go back to our budgeting episode, mm-hmm. it's very important that we are intentional with our money. Sometimes we may be over that month and we're like, listen, we can't go out because we know if we go out, we're going to spend a lot because we can't control ourselves when we go to really good restaurants. We want to order a few cocktails. We want to have really good food. Yeah. And it costs and good possibly, money. Possibly a dessert. Possibly. Maybe even an espresso, just depending on how the night's going. Maybe some espresso <laughs> over ice cream. Anyway, um, affogato. If you, you guys got to check out our snob episode. This is why we're talking the way that we are. <laughs> but yeah, I, there's some times where we have to say, you know what? It's not in the budget. We're going to have to no-go going out and just stay at home. And it's like this week. This week, we're not going out this no. week. Last night was kind of like our date night. We made chicken tenders and tater tots yeah. with a side of sautéed kale. And we had a couple cocktails. And Lucia went to bed. We had a little bit of bonding time afterwards. And then we prepped for the yard sale. <laughs> and, then, and then we prepped for the yard sale. Yeah. But it's it's not perfect, but we plan it ahead it of time. It doesn't have to be perfect. But no. yes, you're right. We, we do plan it ahead of time. Part of you know, how it's easy to plan is that we do have that weekly meal schedule. You know, we know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, what we're cooking. Mm -hmm. Friday is a question mark usually. And that question mark can mean that we're doing a date night. And usually because of we're doing the podcast right now, our date nights typically fall on a Friday night. Sure. Um, Now we can adjust and and do our podcast on a Sunday, which is fine. But now that I have softball, if we ever play, if it this rain ever stops, you know, it's going to be a lot harder for us to do podcasts on Sunday. So we kind of have to stick with that schedule. But I guess the point is, you know, we make it a priority. We put it on the calendar and we do it. And I think if your relationship or your marriage is valuable to you, you have to make it a priority just like anything else in your life. Just like if you have a ton of kids that let's say they have soccer practice and it's a priority that your kids get moving and Mm -hmm. they go to soccer practice. Well, I think you need to consider dating as like a practice for your relationship and you need to schedule it for yourself because I think sometimes we forget, like if you do have kids, you forget before kids and you need to go back to like, you are just as important as Lucille, your partner. And I'm looking at Nick saying you and looking deep into his eyes. I'm not um, looking at you. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, so I'm trying to make this really romantic. I know. But I just really think it's important that you practice as frequent as you can. And I know some people may not be able to do it weekly, but at least schedule it consistently, like once a month consistently, yes. twice a month consistently, whatever, yeah, whatever your schedule allows. You. And exactly. every season of life is different. Right now, we are grateful that we can do it weekly. Sometimes it's out, sometimes it's in home, but we make it a priority that it's part of our routine. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's another benefit, you know, talking about kids is seeing your parents make date night a priority and mom and dad are going out on a date. When that's going to, you know, in in their minds, it's going to say, you know, mommy and daddy, you know, are going on a date night. And as they get older, they're going to say, oh, mom and dad went on date nights to 
you know, build their relationship or modeling. Because they, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it. modeling thing. So That's you know, it's a, it's you know, you don't have to worry about your kids. You know, there, there's going to be lessons learned from from everything. Um, but you know, I guess what I want to kind of bring it back to because I thought you brought up a good point a, a few minutes ago is that you know because we do it weekly, we're not saying that you have to do it weekly. Not at all. We're not saying you have to do it every two weeks. You know, we're trying to say do what's best for you. And, and, you know, with every episode, I I think it's important to note that the information that we're giving out to everybody is, is what works for us. What's helped us simplify the chaos in our life or, or, you know, helped us simplify whatever the the topic is that we're we're talking about. And so we're using those as ways to getting you to think about different ways that you can implement certain things in your life to make things a little bit easier to simplify that chaos in your life. Absolutely. This is just the recipe that works for us and you can tweak it and make it your own, whatever works for you. If you can't even go out because your budget is so constricting, then having date nights at home all the time, like we may have to do that eventually if our budget's really constricting and we're like, listen, we need to save for this trip. I mean, it's all in that season of life you're in. So I feel like you just have to adjust and move with the things and you know, whatever the chaos is coming at you, you got to kind of go with the current versus against it because that's going to create more stress in your life. Right. And a different type of date night could be one of those one night getaways, which we talked about in an earlier episode. Um, Just getting away from one night, finding a a small little town in your area that you can go to that might have a nice restaurant or something like that and do an Airbnb or or a B&B or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, those are really fun date nights too. And, and, you know, kind of goes hand Those in are hand like with sleep it. away. Date yes. Nights. <laughs> yeah. You really a, need babysitters to stay overnight. Date for those. Nights. Yeah. yeah. And I will mention one of the benefits is that most of the time on our date nights, I will say probably 80% of the time we ended up having sex yeah. on date nights. Yeah. Just that, depends on how late no it goes. That's no coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I don't, if I'm up too tired, but it kind of brings out some, um, pheromones <laughs> it just brings some intimacy to your relationship yeah. as well and i feel like sometimes you have to plan to have intimacy and i know it sounds kind of not as romantic or you know but i mean sometimes you just have to plan that shit and make it happen because your marriage it takes work like right. you can't take it for granted you can't just think it's going to happen and it's just going to be magical every day it's not a disney movie like you have to put in the work and mm-hmm. date nights is kind of putting in the work but it's like really fun work so why wouldn't you want to do yeah. date nights well, and, and oftentimes i think a lot of it is that we get to know each other at a deeper level and that just makes us love each other even more and that's what kind of gets the the juices flowing so to say and it's weird every, every time i think like I let more of myself go in front of you. Like I let you know more about what's going on in my head. And I mm-hmm. might think like, Oh my God, this is so sick and twisted. I can't believe I'm telling Nick about this, <laughs> but you always say like, you appreciate me more and you love me more. And I think it's important for partners during date night. Like I know we do like alcohol. I think sometimes alcohol lets you just express in a deeper level more. Sure. It lets you, especially when you're feeling let vulnerable. go, you drop down your guard a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, we're, we can, we always try to say that, you know, don't worry about judging you. And and I think that's one of the things that we've grown over the past year, even doing this podcast is that, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're not giving a shit what other people think about us more and more, you know, we're comfortable in our own skin. We're comfortable in our relationship. What we do in our house is what we feel is best for our family. It works for us. And so I feel that's allowing us to do what we do. And I 
I find that I can contribute my, I guess, not giving a shit about what other people think because of date nights, because I may feel vulnerable about talking with you about mm-hmm. certain topics. And then once I do get it out during date nights and you support me and you like, you know, tell me how you feel, it's like it contributes to other things outside of my life that I feel confident in because my partner supports me no matter what. So I feel confident when I go out in, you know, my work environment or wherever, like because of date nights and because I have your support and your back, right. it makes me more confident in other aspects of my life. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. I mean, and oftentimes we, we need that boost of confidence. There might be something that we want to address in our work lives or amongst our friends. And we really need somebody who's a, a confidant who can, you know, back up, you know, what we're, we're trying to feel. And, you know, if we, if I think you're wrong or if you think I'm wrong, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, politely say something about it or, or say even maybe consider this rather than that mm-hmm. and, and try to spark a different idea or a different approach to a certain thing. You know, I know we talk a lot about, um, you know, the education system and how it <laughs> Gosh, can change. And I'm not going to get into detail yeah. on that, but you know, I, how do we spark change? And, you know, it, for me, sparking change is always at a grassroots level. Uh, you have to talk, you have to, you know, not be argumentative or anything like that. And I know we're kind of getting be off defensive. topic. I you know. can't be defensive. Um, no, but but I listening think... to other people and, and the most important thing, asking questions. I think, but how your conversation goes with your partner is probably absolutely a reflection of how your conversations go outside of your relationship. Right. So I think by practicing being open-minded and listening to you and asking questions about where you are in life and how you're, you know, whatever we want to talk about, mm-hmm. it does definitely spill over into my professional life as well. So right. I think there's a lot of benefits to date nights just besides your relationship with your partner. Exactly. Do you have any other benefits for date nights? I don't, but I got some banging resources All right. tonight. Let's hear them. Banging. Banging Pun intended, because maybe we can, I don't know, maybe. You're going out tonight. That's probably not going to happen. I'll probably be asleep when you get home. <laughs> uh, you can squeeze it in somehow, squeeze maybe. Squeeze it in somehow. Um, so I found this <laughs> <laughs> I found this blog post that was called How to Date Your Spouse, and it was six tips for a successful date nights. Oh, who's that by? Do you have that? It's a Huffington Post article oh. or a blog post. All right. We'll link to that. Um, so number one, make them affordable to your budget, Yeah, which I think we which do pretty we well. Do, yeah. If I we think can't sometimes, afford it, we stay at home yeah. and make chicken nuggets. Yeah. So date night doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have no. to be out somewhere at a fancy restaurant. You can just make it whatever you want at home. Number home two. Home is where you make it. Home. <laughs> You see homos naked? <laughs> I got that one. There you go. Yay. Except I needed the frog voice. Homos, what do you make it? Do you know what movie it is? Yes, Waterboy. Okay, good. I got that one. Right. Dang, I'm so proud of myself. There we go. Number two. Number two, decide when to schedule. So goes back to what we said. You have to schedule it. If it's a priority, put it in the calendar, people. Download a Google Calendar. They have family calendars now. You can put stuff on your family calendar. And you'll know when you're going on date night. You'll it can know be a paper calendar too, Nick. It can be a paper calendar. I'm a paper person. I like both. Y'all have smartphones. Y'all. Y'all have Google. Number three. <laughs> this is kind of important. And I think we kind of do this effortlessly, but it may be more difficult for some couples. Decide who's in charge of planning. I think we do a good job of sharing that, but I'd like to say that you 
usually take the reins on where we're going. And I think it depends on your personality. I know there are some partners that have more of a type A personality where they like to be in control and plan things. So I think it just depends on the relationship you have. And, you know, you could take turns planning or one person could be the designated planner. I Mm -hmm. think it depends on your relationship. But I think there definitely has to be some kind of control so that way there's less chaos and deciding where to go. Right. I agree. Number four. Thanks for taking control. You're you're welcome. Make special effort to quote unquote get ready. And that means like look good, man. Like yeah. take the extra time to make yourself feel special and look special. Like I may curl my it's hair. Like you're going out on the first date. Yes. It's like take that special time to make yourself feel real good. And I may put on eyeliner on my eyelid to like give that extra pizzazz or I might do that smoky eye to make myself feel extra special because you know my makeup game is kind of it's kind of weak these days but when I go on date nights I make it a little extra sexy and sultry so yeah I feel like you have to take that special effort to just make yourself feel real good on date nights put a little extra product in my hair do you no no you don't (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how guys would do it but I'm just we're easy It's just make sure that our our clothes look nice. I guess so. Um, Number five, turn off your cell phone or put that shit away. Limit your distractions. And I know we tend to pick restaurants where there's not TVs everywhere. Right. Which is another distraction. Like there's a lot of restaurants that have TVs everywhere. And it can get easy to be sucked in and what's going on. Like so stay sports. away from sports bars. <laughs> yes. And you love unless, sports. Unless that's your thing. And you love unless sports. Unless that's your thing. That's I do. true. There may be, maybe you connect really well over going to sports bars yeah. and that's your yeah. jam. But for us, for it us, doesn't it's work. Not. It yeah. doesn't work. And most of the times when it's a sports bar, they really don't have the best cocktails there and the best food that we prefer. Right. So we tend to go to the restaurants. Because that don't have we're that. snobs. Because we're snobs. <laughs> and we're okay to say that. Anyway. <laughs> number six which is the last one this was a very interesting one that we don't do but okay. i can see us doing in the future perhaps hit me with it plan your conversation topics because it can be easy to get into the mundane of talking about work talking about housework talking about chores talking about responsibilities and sometimes that can lead down a path where it may not be as fulfilling and meaningful mm-hmm. for your date nights so, um, there was, I have another resource, I have an agenda <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought to write down topics, but I think some people may have to do this because they may get into a zone where they just start complaining about the work week. And I think that's not as productive. I think date nights right. have a purpose and it's not to complain about the week. It's to connect with your partner. Yeah. So, I'm, and I'm wondering if we do this unconsciously. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either because I feel like. There, there are certain things that I might bring up that that are intentional, but I can't like think of any examples off the top of my head. But I'm sure there there has been times where I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to talk to Jill about this tonight, you know, during date night. Really? Yeah. Um. So I found um. It's a website and they have an Instagram handle. It's called Crated with Love. Crate Crated with Love. Crated with Love. And their Instagram account is awesome. I just peered at it maybe like five minutes ago and they have really, really cool ideas for date nights, no matter where you are or if you have kids, if you don't have kids, but they have also a really awesome blog post that is just 25 conversation starters for married couples. Because I know we can get stuck in talking about the same topics, talking about the same mundane things that maybe 
is in our work week and they have some really cool conversation starters to mix it up. Like one of them is if, if there is a movie that you, you watched as a child that you knew you were too young to see, did that have an effect on you? Like some of these questions are so bizarre. Like the lost boys. Right. (laughs) Like some of these questions, it's not like you would think of organically. So I think it's okay to have support for your date nights and have a list of topics that like, that's fun. This was a cool topic. Like let's talk about this during date nights and jot it down really quick. Like when we talk about like, when we listen to podcast episodes, sometimes I might jot down something and be like, Hey Nick, like I heard this really cool episode and we talk about it, but it might be harder for some couples if they don't read or listen to podcast episodes, or maybe there's nothing new that pops up in their repertoire toward the week. So I think it's absolutely okay to have support in having really interesting and different conversations for your date night. I think that can spark up some really cool stuff and juicy stuff. Well, it's funny. I I think you, now that you mentioned that, you know, we do talk about the things that we listen to in podcasts all the time, not all the time, but that's a topic that we bring up during our date nights. Mm -hmm. And I think we both find interest in the different podcasts that we listen to. I'll listen to episodes that, that you shoot me and every now and then I'll find a golden gem for you to listen to. Yes. But no, I think that's, that's a great idea. And you know, it's funny, there's there's articles out there for tips for networking and how to do conversation starters for networking, but I'd never really thought of an article for tips for conversations on date night. That's pretty interesting. I think so. Yeah. I think it's something we take for granted that, like, you know, I don't know if anyone ever looks around and sees people on dates. You can kind of pick out the people that are on first dates and the people that have been married for a long time. Or, usually, or first dates that aren't going very well. Yes. <laughs> But it's so true. Like if you look around, you can see people that may just be sitting there and looking around. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. Right. But I think there's absolutely so much support out there to help you have a meaningful date night to connect with your partner. And it may be a weird ass question that you ask, but at least it sparks up some some kind of conversation right. that you may not have do- dove into before. And I think that's pretty cool. And now that I found this resource, I'm like, I kind of want to use it when we go on a date night just to see what, <laughs> what you say to some of these questions. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was really cool. Like, so and, our next date night is going to be next weekend. Although we are actually going on a double date next weekend. We are? We are. Remember, we're taking your cousin out. Oh, that's right. And absolutely. Let's use some of those topics for write, our conversations. But please write these down on paper so you're not looking at your cell phone when yeah. you're doing this. Yeah, or memorize them. Or memorize. Take, take three or four of those questions, memorize them, and ask them throughout your date. That's true. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Is that any more resources? Um, That was it. I just had two resources. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into that quote of the day. Q-O-T-D. So the quote of the day is um, actually an author that I really admire, Matt Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. I don't know who I Malcolm know Gladwell is. I know you've never is. read any of his books, but I have. Um, this quote is, practice isn't the thing you do once you're good. It's the thing you do that makes you good. And I absolutely think date nights are your relationship practice. So your take action today is... Can I say something before you do the take oh, action? you sure can. Yes. Um, when I was in high school and playing baseball, you know, there, there's a saying that uh, practice makes perfect. And my coach was like, that doesn't make any sense. He said, perfect practice makes perfect. Meaning Ooh. where you have to practice like you are playing the game. 
So it makes total sense. And you can put that, I feel like that's kind of what that quote was saying, but interesting. put that towards your date night point, put that towards your relationship. And if you need a date night topic, maybe you can share this with your partner and talk about what we just talked about and yeah. see if it sparks any conversation. Dynamite drop in Jilly. Yeah. So take action. Take action is to practice dating more. Make do it. <laughs> make it a priority. Priority if it is meaningful to you and it's valuable to you. And just use our tips if that helps for sure. Like just the tip. Just <laughs> dynamite drop in. Thank you. Dynamite. Um, That's but, all I'm here for. Yeah. Just just start dating your partner more. That's your take action. Yes. Just do it. Do it. Have a great relationship. Have great conversation. Learn more about each other. Just build what you have and be well. <laughs> be well. <laughs> Can you tell we've had a glass of wine yeah. before this podcast? When I hear be well, and I'm going in the movie. Oh my I, gosh. Demolition Man. It's Never like saw this, it. It's this movie that takes place in the future. God, you guys probably don't care about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's this movie, movie that takes place in the future, and they always say be well to each other. And then at the very end of the movie, Sylvester or uh, Wesley Snipes says, be well. And then Sylvester Stallone says, be fucked and then kills him. <laughs> what shit? It's freaking awesome. Anyways, that's a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with a friend. Please rate us on uh, iTunes. Give us that five star review. Spread the love. That helps us reach more people. And again, we will talk to you next week. Jilly? See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you like today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com. And that's chaos with a K. Or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.